It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 41st Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. It is championship night. It's about to go down here in a few moments as it is the finals and the final game of this tournament this year for 2022. It is between the Altamont Indians and the Goreville Black Cats. I'm Travis Sparks. I'm playing solo here once again this evening, and I'll be bringing you all the action here on the voice of Altamont Indians Athletics, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, or streaming online at fmradio.com or on the FM Radio app as well. Appreciate however you are enjoying me this evening, and uh, do see some strong contingent for the Altamont Indians travel here at Goreville. They always travel well. I do remember that game from 2019 and being uh, super packed and the uh, gym is getting uh, starting to fill up here on a championship night. As both of these teams come into this championship game, nine and a three on the season, Altamont comes in as the two seed, and Goreville is the five seed. How did both of these teams get here? Well, first in uh, round number one for Altamont, they uh, dominated Century 80 to 21. Next game wasn't so easy in round number two as they won by three, 54-51 over Johnson City. And then last night it was a victory, 72-57 over DeCoin in the semifinals. It went back and forth early on, but then Altamont finally found their footing and they started running the fast break, forcing turnovers, and they also had some balanced scoring. They ended up leading by 10 after the first quarter. They extended that out into the second quarter. They led by 20 at the half, 40-20 was the halftime score there. Then the third quarter turnovers started to be a problem for this Indian team as the outlet passes, the backdoor passes that were connecting in the first half just weren't there in the third, but they were forcing them anyways. And so Altamont definitely needs to cut down on those turnovers if they want to beat this Goreville squad here tonight. But we'll see how it shakes out and see how they got those things uh, corrected. But in that third quarter, despite all those turnovers, the third quarter ended in a flurry as Wyatt Phillips made a basket and then he uh, made a three-pointer at the buzzer to close out the third quarter to give Altamont the lead back to 17. Uh, DeCoin had it down within nine points at one point, but uh, that little flurry there by Wyatt uh, got it back up to 17, and ultimately Altamont never looked back, and uh, they never really trailed at all outside of uh, the uh, first quarter. But they righted the ship there, and they advanced here to a championship night on uh, this evening. And let's take a look at how the Black Cats got here on night number one. They won 68-29 over Cobden, and then it was on to the next round, and it was a 60-51 to win over Redbud. And then yesterday, as a comeback for Goreville, they upset, at least the seed-wise, 68-67 over the number one seed and tournament favorite, Sparta. And Sparta actually had the lead 7-6 in the first quarter, and then Sparta went on a 10-0 run, and they extended that lead out 17-6 after the first quarter. And then it was a game of runs for the most part as uh, Goreville closed out the first half, 10-1 to run. They narrowed it down uh, in the second quarter at halftime, 29-26. And then in the third quarter, Cole Tripp, he came up huge. He tied it up with a three with only seconds left in the third, and that wasn't going to be the only big shot that he would hit later on in the fourth quarter with the game a tie or the game uh, Sparta in Sparta's favor. They were actually up by two. But a trip made a game winner a couple of feet from beyond the arc, like 22 or 23 feet 
from beyond the arc for the game winner. They did put some time back on the clock for Sparta, but ultimately they never got a, a shot off. And uh, so uh, that is how Goreville got here tonight with a 68-67 win over the number one seed, Sparta. Drake Moss, he's having a great tournament. I would expect him to be on the all-tournament team when that's announced after this contest. He had 18 points in the last contest, including uh, some big free throws down the stretch. And Colt Tripp, when you see him running down the court, that's when you yell shooter because he made four three-pointers, including those two clutch ones there in the second half. He finished with 17 points. And uh, Markavion Cleves also had 11. And uh, Tyler Stutes also can shoot it from beyond the arc. He made three there from last night, and he had 11 as well. So four players in a double figures there last night for Goreville. And I uh, was also expecting uh, that Ian Sobchak, he uh, could be headed for the all-tournament team, depending on how he does tonight, because he was pretty good in double figures in the first couple games for Goreville. But then last night he was kind of silent. He only had four points in the win for the Black Hats, and he seems to be like one of the senior leaders on this team, but very quiet last night, so maybe he'll break out this evening, or at least that's what Goreville is hoping for anyways. And I would expect uh, Moss to make the all-tournament team. Cleves also has an opportunity to make the all-tournament team as well. And uh, for Altamont, it's kind of hard to tell because of the balanced scoring that's been so far here in uh, this game, or in this tournament, I should say. As you can see, Mason Robinson making it, uh, kind of an Earhart, also a Yarhouse Cornette. can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Sasser High School. I do apologize for the technical difficulties here this evening, and I don't know where I quite left off there, but history for Goreville in this tournament. They do have seven tournament titles, the last one in 2019. They beat Altamont 74-65 to get the title that year, and then Goreville would go on, as I mentioned at the beginning of this tournament, they would go on to the state tournament and compete in the final four. Unfortunately, COVID uh, shut everything down and didn't end up finishing the tournament that year in 2020. So uh, what could have been that season for Goreville as uh, there's a brother connection as uh, some of the players on the floor tonight had brothers playing in that contest in 2019. Of course, uh, Kynan's brother, Caden, uh, Avery's brother, Aiden Yarhouse, and uh, Eric's brother, Jared Coleman was on the team uh, that year as well. So you have a little bit of history. Maybe they were there. Maybe they were here that night in uh, Sessor in 2019. Some keys to the game here for the championship against the Goreville. Is who's going to step up? We saw that trip up, stepped up for the Bearcats in the last game, made two huge threes in the uh, second half. And uh, so he's going to be one of the players that will rise and uh, fire when uh, the uh, lights are on uh, bright there. And what team are we going to see for Altamont? Are we going to see the team that dominated South Central, that beat Casey, that dominated here on night number one against the Century? Or, or are we going to uh, have a completely different story? Uh, the uh, foul situation was in our favor last night against the Coin, and I think that's going to be one of the deciding factors as well is who has the edge in the foul situation, who's in the bonus and whatnot. I expect this game to be a tightly contested and a, a close game uh, throughout as both teams come in at 9-3 and three on the uh, season. Altamont has come in scorching hot here to the championship game. They uh, beat Casey, of course, before the tournament, and then they rattled off three games in a row here in uh, the uh, Sessor tournament. So uh, I'd argue no one in the area is playing better uh, than uh, the Indians are right now in the past uh, four-game uh, stretch here. Uh, but Goreville, they kind of... And they went on a mini winning streak coming in at two of the tournament, and they've obviously had some success going 3-0 and here this week in Sessor. So I see both teams getting ready here as Altamont will actually be the visitors on the scoreboard of this evening as they're going to be wearing their black uniforms today. And it looks like Gorville will be in their home white. So that's a little difference from the previous few games here this week. So both teams are ready to toe the line and uh, they are about ready to get this one underway. So I'll step away for a a few moments for the uh, national anthem here, and I'll be back for the uh, starting lineup and uh, the tip-off of this championship of this Cesar Valier holiday tournament, and I'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Indians basketball on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. 
Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the 41st Annual Assessor Valier Holiday Tournament, and it's a championship, and it's between Altamont and uh, Goreville. Let's meet the uh, starting five uh, first for the Altamont Indians as they're the uh, technical visitors on uh, the uh, scoreboard here, and uh, they'll start number uh, 10, Wyatt Phillips. He's a uh, six-foot uh, senior. Uh, so we have number 22, Avery Yarhouse, six-one uh, senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson. He's a, a 6'3 a senior. Number 32, Logan Cornette. He's a 6'2 senior. And number 33, Kynan Earhart will be starting as well. So, again, it's Phillips, Yarhouse, Robinson, Cornette, and Earhart, the starting five for Altamont. Again, in their home, in their road, black uniforms with orange numbers and a white trim here this evening. And so let's take a look at the uh, Goreville starting five as they will be uh, trotting out this starting five for Goreville. That's right, number one, Drake Moss. He's a 5'11 junior. Number 40, number four, Ethan Lingle. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 13, uh, Tyler Suits. He's a 5'11 junior. Number 13, Ian Sopchak. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 45, Duncan Rhodes. He's a 6'1 senior as well as the... Uh, Altamont cheerleaders finish their routine, and Goreville is about to be announced to uh, this capacity crowd here as it's filled out quite nicely on the championship night, and Goreville strong contingent here. They're on both sides of the gym, as just to my left here, Altamont brought a, a nice crowd as well here for championship night. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule after this holiday tournament concludes. As earlier today, over on a 98-9, the game, the Lady Indians, uh, they fell to Sullivan in the Mattoon Holiday Tournament, and that one was a closely contested game. It was a 61-59 final, 61-58 final uh, there in Mattoon. So, unfortunately, Altamont goes there to Mattoon and gets shut out with no wins for that holiday tournament. They'll, but they'll be returned to action next week. They'll have a pair of home games as they turn to the friendly confines of Altamont there as the boys will return home on the third versus Shelbyville. And then on Friday, the 6th, next Friday, they'll be against Dietrich. Finally, another NCC game as we only had one against South Central this season. And so it'll be nice to get back into NCC play there on Friday. Then the girls have a game at South Central on the 5th. And then next Saturday is the annual doubleheader with Woodlawn there in Altamont. So plenty of opportunities to see the Lady Indians and the boys 
in action next week at home in Altamont. And uh, will Altamont be bringing home a holiday tournament championship? Well, they certainly hope so, as it should be a, a fun and entertaining contest. As, like I said, both these teams coming in at a 9 and a 3. Gorgo has an outstanding basketball program there. So Mason Robinson will be tipping it up against Sobchak. And we're about ready to begin this game. Holiday tournament, 41st annual. Who's going to be the champion? Is Goreville going to be two out of the last three? Or will be Altamont's first? And we'll see what happens in the next minute, 32 minutes or so. And Goreville's going to win the tip. They'll go right to left on your radio dial to start this game as it's going to be a moth controlling the basketball for Goreville running things. Now give her two suits here on the left side. And Altamont in their man-to-man defense. And the suits forced the pass down low and picked off by Cornet. Early turnover for Corville. And it's going to be Robinson in the front court here. They're going left to right on your radio dials. Robinson spins in the paint, and they're going to call a foul. No, they're going to call a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow keeps it here with Altamont. Altamont, of course, coached by John Niebergi and Goreville coached by Todd Tripp. And Phillips will be the inbounder on the baseline there for Altamont. Again, to Robinson out of yard, out, shoot a three, can't connect, and the long rebound it goes out to Lingle for Goreville. They shuffle it off of there, two suits. Now Sobchak in the corner for three, in and out, no good, and Ahar comes down with the rebound. Yarhouse looking to run with it here, trying to get on the scoreboard, and it's going to be Earhart. He's going to hand it off to Robinson. And it looks like Goreville in the man-to-man defense as well to begin the game. It's going to be a Phillips. He's going to drive baseline now, dumps it down low to Earhart, and he puts it up, and he's going to be fouled. So kind of Earhart will go to the free throw line here for two shots. First foul on a Goreville. And I give that to a Duncan Rhodes, his first. Kind of Earhart looking to get on the scoreboard first here. Free throw is up, and it's good. So Altamont strikes first. It's one to nothing. Not even a minute gone here in the opening quarter. Just underway here. Second free throw is no good, but Cornette trying to track down the rebound, battling for the loose ball there, but it's going to come away. Goreville is going to come away with it. So Kynan goes one for two that trip, and still one to nothing, Altamont. And they get over there to Moss. Moss has it on the Sessler logo now to Rhodes. Now they go over to Sopchek on the left side. He catches it, and it's a contested jumper, no good, and rebounded by Earhart. Yarhouse up the floor. He's looking to push, and he finds Cornette. But nice job by Sobchak to knock it away. And it's going to go out of bounds and stays right here with Altamont, though. Trying to find Cornette in the corner in a couple of threes in last night's contest. And it was denied right there. Phillips will inbound it there for Altamont. Get over to Yarhouse. Deep three-pointer. It's no good. And rebounded by Sobchak. Sobchak looking to run with the ball as Cornette stopped him, and it's going to be a loose ball, and it's going to be... Sobchak coming away with it. He spins around and he loses it. Still loose. No one can control it. Lingle picks it up finally. At least no fouls are being called, so uh, referees uh, letting him play here. Moss, deep three. No good. Back iron. Battle for the rebound. It goes to Lingle for Goreville. Now Suits gets over to Sobchak. He'll drive baseline, puts it up, tries for a reverse. No. And it's going to be rebounded by Matt Robinson. Robinson up to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse stops. Left-handed hook. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Suits. So both teams struggling here. Sobchak goes up, and they're going to call a block. Blocking foul on Altamont. I think Cornette was just just slightly on the move there, there, but I think it's just going to be a 
common foul there. No free throws. Cornette's going to hit it with a foul. His first team first as well. Cole Tripp comes in to the game. The hero for Goreville last night. Or yesterday. I believe they played in the afternoon session. Inbounded there. Two suits. Now they get it back to Tripp in the corner for three. No good. Back iron. But it's going to be rebounded by Goreville. That's Rhodes getting a handle of it. 540. Still just one nothing out to my. Neither team can get anything going here from the field. And Moss has it up top. He dribbles inside. And it's going to be blocked by Robinson. And into the hands of Earhart. But it's going to be thrown away. Robinson tries to save it. But he goes right into the hands of Earhart somehow. Now Altamont has the basketball in the front court. Had a little bit of the chaos. And he gets a screen from Robinson here. Yarhouse is over in the corner to Cornette. He drives baseline. And he tiptoes the sideline there. And they're going to say it's out of bounds off of Goreville. So it stays right here with Altamont. Still one to nothing here. 5-11 to go here in the opening quarter. It's Phillips. And inbound the basketball just to the right of the basket. Gets into Yarhouse. Yarhouse has it. He drives, and he picks it up in the paint, and it's going to be stolen away from behind by Rhodes there. First turnover there for Altamont. Jared Hammer will check in on the next timeout. They'll go over there to Trip. Trip drives. He can't get it to fall either. So, Goreville, nothing going so far. Rebounded by Yarhouse. Over to Phillips for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Wyatt Phillips, and it's 4 nothing out to mine. Wyatt came up huge last night. He had 15 in the game, and that's his first three tonight. And it's going to be almost poked away by Phillips there on the defensive end, but instead they're going to call a foul. We got some subs coming in. And um, we got Hammer coming in. We also got Coleman coming in, and I believe that's Elam in there, but he's wearing number 30 tonight. I don't believe that's Ben Radel. And they're going to get it in to a Cleves there for Goreville, and it's going to be off no good. Rebounded by Hammer. Hammer looking to run with it. And Hammer has the basketball over to a Robinson. Comes it down low to Coleman. Coleman double team puts it up. Count it! Yes, and one for Eric Coleman. Finished through traffic, and Eric's going to go to the line for the and one. That's going to go on Sokchek, his first. Team second, and Coleman will go to the line for the and one. Coleman's foul shot up. It's no good. And rebounded by Moss, so it's still 6 nothing. 4.15 to go in the opening quarter. You know, soap check in the right corner. Passes back to Moss. Moss here on the wing. Now hands off to a soap check. He drives, puts up a shot in the lane, and Goreville finally breaks through with Ian Soapcheck's basket. His first is six to two. As Hammer with the basketball. He's over there to Elam on the left side. And Elam will drive. And he get over to Phillips. Phillips for three. No good. It was way off. And rebounded by Tripp. Tripp gets it across the timeline. No one picked him up to the hole. Wave it off. It's an offensive foul. As Robinson slid down there and he camped down there and he took the charge. And that's going to go on Cole Tripp, his first. Team third. 3.38 to go. Four-point edge for the Indians on the scoreboard. And there they're going. Hammer gets it across the timeline. 
Has it on the left side. Picked up by Cleve. Now dribble here on the perimeter. Give it off to Phillips. Phillips now looking to drive, and he stops. Hands off to Elam. Elam to the hole off the glass. Left it short and rebounded by Moss. Moss goes over to Sokchek. Sokchek down low to Cleves. Gets Robinson in the air, but a trailer comes from behind. They're going to say it was a foul on Robinson, though. Elam came from behind and blocked it. They're going to say it was a foul on Robinson there. Got too much body contact. The block was clean from Elam, but not clean from Robinson on the foul. That's Robinson's first. And Markavion Cleves goes to the free throw line here. Cleves at the line. No good. Back iron. And we got Evan Holm. He came into the game against Sparta yesterday. I was watching that game online, and he really brings the energy. And they'll try to get some energy going, get something going for Goreville. Cleves will be at the free throw line for a second attempt. Second one is also no good, back iron. It's fight for the rebound, and Gorville's going to come away with that. Cleese, he puts it back, wild shot, no. But it's rebounded there underneath by Gorville. That's Buffington. He gets off to Cleese, he turns around, spin around. He can't get it to fall. His tip is no. The Cleese goes back up with it. It rolls off the rim. Can't get nothing to fall. Robinson outlet pass to Hammer. Hammer underneath, up and in for Jared Hammer. It's 8-2, to two, Altamont. As 2.45 to go here in the opening session. As just a lid, as the best way I can describe it, is on the basket for Goreville right now. Moss drives. Runner. That's good. Drake Moss, his first two points. It's 8-4. to four. Hammer quickly up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives. Puts up the shot. No, but he is fouled. So Avery will go to the free throw line here for two. And that's going to be the foul on Cole Tripp. Ooh, his second. Team four. So Tripp picks up an early one here coming off the bench and the hero from yesterday's game. He's going to have to sub out with two fouls now. Yarhouse at the line. Free throw is good. Avery's first point. It's nine to four. Altamont. Has some subs here. Earhart comes back in for Coleman. And also have 23, Connor Craig, coming in for Goreville. And I believe it was Tyler Stoops came back in for the Black Hats as well. Avery at the free throw line for a second one. And it's two for two. Avery's first two points. It's 10 to four, Altamont. Going up on 2.20 to go in the first quarter. As Moss will get it across half court. Picked up there by Hamer. Moss has it here on the left side. Home trying to drive baseline, but... Gives it off in the corner. It's picked off by Elam. Another turnover there for Goreville. It's three early ones. And trapped in the corner by Robinson. Now looking to push. And Robinson breaks the pressure. Pass over to Earhart. Missed the layup. No. Loose ball. And Earhart swinging his arms around and may have caught someone inadvertently. But they're going to call a foul on Goreville, I think, trying to reach in. And they are. So it's going to be a foul on Goreville. That's the first foul on Tyler Suit. Fifth team foul for Goreville. And to Robinson, it's into Yarhouse. He thought about the deep three, but now drive on the right side. Now back out to Elam. Elam on the left side. Now he'll pick it up, give it off to Hammer on the left wing. Hammer looking to do something with it. Crosses over home. And he goes over to Yarhouse for three straight on. Yes! Three-pointer for Avery. His first three. It's five points for him. It's 13-4 to four Altamont. 
minute 30 to go in the opening quarter. And now the bench is really excited for Altamont. Bringing the noise, Moss, mid-range jumper, can't get it to fall. And rebound is goes to Yarhouse. Elam pushes up. Earhart's open underneath here. He has the ball. Turnaround hook shot, no. And it's rebounded there by Craig. Moss gets across the timeline, coming up on a minute to go. It's going to be pleased with the basketball. Almost thrown away by Gorville, but Moss spins around. And they're going to call it travel. That's also Hamer took a tumble there, but it's going to be a travel on Moss. And that is Gorville's first turnover, and Hammer will take a seat, and Wyatt came back in there. Got Craig sitting down, and we got Ethan Lingle checking out for Gorville. So 58.8 left in the first quarter as it's 13-4. to Altamont with the early nine-point lead. And then to Robinson. Moss guarding him all the way up the floor. Robinson gets it across half court. They're going to go over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse hands it off to a Phillips. Phillips drives in the paint. Now double team back out to Yarhouse for another three. Can't connect. Back iron and rebounded by Holm. Holm almost had it knocked away, but now he's going to look to push. Almost over the corner to Suits for three. Yes. Three-pointer for Tyler Suits. His first three is 13-7 and immediately turnover by Altamont. And it's going to be layup no by Moss. And fight for the rebound. I think they're going to call a jump. They do. The alternate possession arrow gives it to Gorville. So immediately, Altamont throws away on that inbounds after the uh, three-pointer there by Suits. And Cornette checks back in, and Elam sits down. So with 25 seconds left, Gorville will have the ball on the alternate possession arrow. As a little perspiration on the uh, court here, as Robinson and Suits are fighting for a loose ball there. And Holm doing his uh, best effort to wipe it up with his shoes. Again, do we have towels to help these gentlemen work on this? And so Holm is looking to inbound it now, and he finally gets it in to uh, uh, Lingle there. I go back up top to Moss, 20 seconds left. Corville probably holding on for the final shot here. And uh, Moss just tells uh, Cleese to just back away. Eight seconds left. Now he finally gets a screen from Cleese. Moss drives to his right now. Over to Lingle for three. No good. Rebounded by Yarhouse. A second left. And he can't get a shot off. And so after one quarter of play, it is Altamont 13, Goreville 7. I'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 7-Up, or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. 
The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Assessor High School, and it's the 41st annual Assessor Valier Holiday Tournament after eight minutes of play. as Altamont in the lead, 13-2-7. And Altamont will have possession of the basketball first. They'll start with Cornette, Robinson, Phillips, Garhouse, and Earhart on the floor. And it'll go over to Avery on the left side. Now we'll get over to a Robinson. Robinson now calling out a play over to Yardhouse. Hands off to a Phillips. Phillips drives. Thought about stopping and popping it, but Cornette drives. Nice dish off to Earhart. Extra pass there, and Cranon's got three, and it's 15 to 7. Started the assist to Cornette there. And uh, Moss gets a screen from Lingle there. Moss drives with the hole. No good. As Robinson tried to block it there, but just couldn't do it. Moss has got four, and it's 15 to nine. As Phillips now will get across half court, and uh, Phillips spins around in the lane. Now he's going to be uh, doubled and gets over to Earhart. Earhart spins around in the lane, and he's going to travel with it, unfortunately. And so that's going to be a turnover there for Altamont, third in the game, first in this quarter. And so Gorgo will have the ball. And it will be Moss getting across the timeline. And he directs traffic here. He picks it up now over to Cleve. Cleve has over to Moss. Moss right wing three. Left it way short, but it's rebounded by Soapjack, and he's out. So uh, that's going to be out of bounds. Back over to Altamont. And Soapjack also checks back in in the last timeout. And it's going to be about it there to Robinson. Altamont. We have a full length of the floor with it. And Robinson finally getting across half court. Spins around. He's all alone. Lays it up. And no, but he's going to be fouled. So Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line here. And that's going to be uh, the uh, 16th foul on the Black Hats. And uh, Suits is his second. So Jones, Cole Tripp in foul trouble with two fouls. Robinson's a foul shot up and back iron. Can't get it to fall. Stays 15 to 9. 639. Four to go in the second quarter. And so Suits will take a seat and Evan Holm will come back in, the 5 5 junior. Robinson at the free throw line for a second one. And it's good. So one for two there for Mason. It's his first point of the night, and it's 16 to nine for Altamont. And Moss gets it across the timeline over to Olingle on the right wing, and now pass up top to Soapcheck. Soapcheck drives, and he lost it, and they're going to call a block. Man, Soapcheck lost it on the way up. They're still going to get Mason there on the block. And so he's going to have to take a seat with his second foul and the fourth team foul on Altamont. And so Jared Hamer will check in uh, for Mason. And to uh, Lingle now, hands it back off to Holm. Holm will kick it back out to Soapcheck, and they're going to call a travel again on Soapcheck. Fifth turnover of the half on Gordville. And so it'll be Altamont ball. 
And uh, Sobchak now will take a seat, and uh, it'll be uh, Duncan Rhodes will come back in. And Sobchak is favoring his left knee there. He does have a little sleeve or brace on that knee, so he'll take a seat. And Hammer will have the ball now. He'll hand off to Cornette. Cornette dribbles a high block, and he's looking to get it off. He is off to Earhart. Earhart with a double team, passes over to Yarhouse, almost lost it, but he'll swing it here on the perimeter. Well, Altamont will work it around. Hammer with the ball. He's looking to drive, kicks it off to a Cornette. Cornette goes in, and jumper from the paint off the glass and in. Banks it in for Logan's first point, and it's a nine-point lead, 18-9. It cleaves wide open down low, but finally uh, Yarhouse goes over and guards him, so denied there. Moss with the basketball in between the circles. 5.30 to go here in a second. And Moss gets the screen. And he drives. He lost it. And he tried to save it. He saves it in the hands of Holm. Holm gets it back over there to Moss in the corner there. Holm. Moss gets the screen and it was thrown away. And Moss has to go track it back down. And so almost a turnover there for Gorville. Moss looks back at Coach Tripp, and it goes to the mid-range jumper, no, and rebounded by Earhart. Earhart up to Hamer. Hamer up to Phillips. And Gorgel does a nice job of closing out. But Cornette's wide open in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Moss. Moss looking to push it. He's over there to Holm. Holm lines up a three. Connects for Evan Holm. His first three, it's 18 to 12. Cornette's wide open underneath. Reverse layup good for Cornette. His second bucket, he's got four. It's 20 to 12. No one picked up Cornette as he was wide open underneath here. And Cornette takes advantage of it. Home and drives and kicks it off to a Moss here at the volleyball line. Coming up on a 4-10 to go in the half. 20 to 12, Altamont with the lead. Trip. Right now that's Moss, actually. He has the basketball. He'll dribble to his right hand off to home. Home. He'll hand off to Rhodes. Rhodes finds himself. Oh, got away with the travel, but officials miss it as Moss. Deep three, no good. Home tried to save it. He goes off of Hammer, and it's going to be off of Jared. So he'll stay right here with Goreville. Subs in. Craig comes back in as well as Buffington. Chunk checks back in as well. We got Elam and Coleman in for the Indians. And one more stuff coming in. Kata Miller is going to check in. And Jared Hammer is going to take a seat. Tyler Suits comes in and Reeves, or Cleves, excuse me, takes a seat. So it'll be Moss taking out underneath the basket. Gets it in. And it's knocked away by Elam. Elam's going to track it down here. And a nice steal there. Fires to Coleman. Lay up and in. Wow. How did Elam save that from going out? And then Coleman laid it up and in, and it's a 10-point lead, 22-12. to 12. And it's going to be Suits with the basketball. Hands off there to Craig, who hands off to Moss. Moss back over to his Suits up top. Suits will drive, and he gets off the glass. No good. And that's rebounded by Phillips. 3.20 to go. Phillips had it knocked away, but he gets it back. Trying to go down low, Elam. With a ball fake, he drives layup, good off the glass for Dylan Elam. And Coach Tripp wants a timeout. 24-12, Altamont with the lead, 3-12 to go. And Coach Tripp calls a full timeout, so I'll step away. 
and take a timeout as well. I'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Cesar uh, Valier High School. Uh, it's a, a championship game, and there was a player down for Gloryville. That was Drake Buffington, and he uh, got up on his own power and walked off off the floor, but he was on it, so he's going to have to uh, probably be uh, subbed out as he's sitting over here on the end of the bench looking at his uh, foot, but what an amazing start it's been for the Indians here to begin this first half as they are running in like what Altamont loves to do and what we've seen them do and be successful with here in the early going at this Sussex tournament is that they're getting rebounds and they're getting runouts and outlet passes. And you know, a couple of times, Cornette has been wide open on the other side. Phillips has been open the other way, and they're just passing the ball, not turning it over as they only have three turnovers here in the first half, whereas Goreville, you know, uh, they have six. So, uh, Altamont protecting the basketball here. But we know in the third quarter that all changed here. And we'll see if that timeout by Coach Tripp rallied the troops here. And uh, we do have Stokecheck who uh, checked back into the game there for Buffington. And so it'll be Goreville getting the ball, coming up on three minutes to go here in the first half. Moss. We get it across half court, and Moss has it here on the left side, and now Moss will get it over there to Soups. Soups has it here on the left side, and he gets a screen there from Craig as Soups gets it off to Soapcheck. Soapcheck with a little fake, step back, thought about the three, but Rose down low to Craig. Craig puts it up, and no good, but Craig is going to go to the line for two. That's a nice initial defense there, but then the helper came in and fouled. And Caden Miller is going to get hit with that foul. His first, team fifth. And uh, so Connor Craig returns or goes to the free throw line for the first time tonight. Free throws, no good. Still, Corville just can't connect, even on free throws. Craig's second free throw is good. Took a couple of bounces. And it falls. It's 24-13. Breaks a little bit of a cold streak for them. Elam will bring it up with 2.40 to go. 11-point lead for the Indians. And they have it down low with two Miller. It's a uh, disadvantage for Gorville and Kata Miller. Turnaround jumper is good. It's 26-13. And it uh, fires the bench up a little bit. And Moss drives. Was denied. He goes baseline and he stepped out. Turnover there for Gorville. You can just feel it. Altamont came here to play. Gorville was the first out on the floor. Really, they were the first ones to arrive. But Altamont's come off the bus and they just came to play here tonight. 
And Elam gets it across half court. He's going to be trapped into a double team. He passes out of it to Yarhouse here. And Coach Niebergy calls a timeout. And I think he wants a full timeout. I heard him mouth that to the official there. So uh, it's going to be a full timeout. So I'll step away uh, for 30 seconds. 26-13, Altamont with the lead. 2.03 to go here in the second. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. Championship night of the 41st Desert Valier Holiday Tournament as Altamont has the lead 26-13. And now it looks like uh, Goreville switched up to a little tra- two-man trap as soon as Altamont got it across half court. So Altamont wants to adjust to that, and Coach Niebuhr calls a timeout to reiterate to the players of how he wants them to attack the defense now. So we'll see if Coach Tripp will stay into that as they don't trap when Hammer gets it across half court here. He has it up top. He picks it up now and gets over there to uh, Phillips. Phillips with the ball, drives left side, and he goes over to Elam. Elam over to uh, Yarhouse. It's a screen uh, from Elam there. Yarhouse stops and pops from mid-range. It was short off the front of the rim, and it's rebounded there by Rhodes. And Moss gets it across half court. They go over to Soapcheck, and he throws it away right in the hands of Hamer. Hamer looking to run with it. Going one-on-one, puts it up, and they're going to call an offensive foul there on Hamer. And so a player control foul there for Jared, and that's the sixteen foul, the first foul on Hammer. And so the Cornette will check in for Coleman. So Altamont will turn it over there. Only their second turnover here in this quarter. Four in the game. And uh, so Moss will bring it up the floor. A minute 20 to go. 13-point lead for the Indians. They get over there to Rhodes. The empty down low to Craig. Craig backs down Phillips. He puts up the shot. An awkward angle, but he gets it to fall. Connor Craig got his third point. And it's 26-15. Going about a minute to go in the first half. Over to Elam. Elam has here over to Hammer on the volleyball line. Hammer gets over there to Phillips. Phillips with the basketball. He picked it up. He's got to do something with it. He goes off to Cornett on the left wing. 45 seconds to go in the half. Cornett picks it up. He's in a double team, and they're going to call a foul there on Soapcheck. Reaching in there. He joins the two other players with two fouls. And so that's going to be the seventh team foul, so that's going to send Cornette to the free throw line for a one-and-one. Logan's got four tonight, all here in the second quarter. And uh, Cornette, free throw up, can't get it to fall back iron, a rebound there by Sopchak. 40 seconds, he's looking to run with it. Sopchak, he goes, uh, goes coast to coast, left the layup short, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse, look out from behind, but he gets control back as Yarhouse. Drives, and he never gives it up, and he finally just throws up the shot. He never had control of the ball either, and it was 
Rebounded by Craig. Craig the other way. No one picked him up. Lay him off the glass, and it rolls in for Craig. His fifth point is 26-17 of 14 seconds and counting. Elam taking it up for Altamont. He gets it across the timeline. Eight seconds left. He dribbles here on the left side. He crosses over. He drives, puts up the runner. No good. And it's going to be a suit, suit, full court uh, shot. No. And so that's going to do it. Halftime here at Sesser. 41st holiday tournament here at Sesser High School. And it is 26-17. Altamont with the lead here at the half. So I'll be back with first half statistics as well. As a breakdown here of the first half, and I'll try to track down some other scores from around the area. And I'll be back here. It's 26-17. Altamont with the lead at halftime of the championship game of the Seth Revelier Holiday Tournament. I'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to Altamont and Ian's Basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Pepsi Mid-America presents a tasty and downright lucrative opportunity. The more you enjoy ice-cold, delicious Dr. Pepper products, the more money you can earn for your child's school. Beginning September 1st through January 31st, start collecting those teal caps from any Dr. Pepper, Crush, 
7-Up or Crisp and Clear products and help make your child's school shine bright. The more teal caps you collect, the more your school will earn. Collect the caps from Pepsi Mid-America. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to uh, halftime of the 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament Championship game. And it's between Altamont and uh, Goreville as here at the half it is Altamont leading 26-17. Get some first half uh, numbers for you, at least the uh, point totals first for the uh, Altamont Indians here as here we have uh, Jared Hammer. He has uh, two points. Wyatt Phillips with three. We have Dylan Elam with a two. Avery Arhouse with five. Nathan Robinson with a alone a point at the free throw line. There, Logan Cornett has a four. We also have Kynan Earhart with a three. Eric Coleman with four, and Akeda Miller with a two. So, friends, everyone that has played this evening has some sort of a point. And as always, some contributions that don't show up in the scorebook as well with this uh, great defense uh, that they're uh, playing is a uh, so I'm right in front of right behind the uh, Goreville bench here with coach Tripp and he seems like been very frustrated here tonight with uh, the offensive set that Goreville is uh, running here as Altamont's just stymieing this uh, Black Hats team so far here in uh, the opening half as Altamont's played they're playing their best basketball right now. There's no doubt about that. And we'll see if the wall of averages correct itself as uh, Goreville, when they did have some uh, good shots there, they just can't seem to get anything to a uh, fall. It doesn't matter if it's a field goal. It doesn't matter. They haven't shot a lot of threes, actually. But it doesn't matter if it's a field goal or a free throw there. They've had a tough time getting anything going. And we saw last night, Altamont connecting on some of these outlet passes. And they weren't there in the third quarter like they were in the first half. So we'll see if there's some halftime adjustments there. And since that timeout by Coach Debrey there when Gorville switched into that trap defense, they immediately talked about it, corrected it, and it's been smooth sailing ever since that, really. But, of course, Gorville, they're not 9-3 by mistake, folks, and they don't have a great outstanding program for nothing. So I expect them to come back and make this game again. Uh, here in the uh, third uh, quarter. So expect to come back here uh, out of the half because I'm sure Coach Tripp giving it to him there in the uh, locker room, letting him hear about it, I'm sure. So uh, let's take a look at the first half statistics for Goreville as they're led in scoring by Connor Craig. He has five. Drake Moss, he has four. We got uh, two players with three. Evan Holm with a three-pointer, and we also have Tyler Suits with a three-pointer as well for his only three points. And Ian Sopchak, he has two points here in this one. As we have Altman with consistency, 13 and a 13 for their 26 points here at the half. And Goreville with 7 and a 10 for their 17 here at the half. So uh, some other scores from around the area, as I mentioned there in the pregame. Uh, that Altamont fell in the Mattoon Holiday Tournament on the girls' side as they lost to a Sullivan 61-59 to there. So 0-4, the uh, Lady Indians fall. But it was a competitive game today, this afternoon, there in a Mattoon. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the 
a lady falling just short there at the very end, and Sullivan picking up the win there. And also on our sister station, the Cumberland Pirates, they took home fifth place in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament there, the 50th annual holiday tournament there in Vandalia. So congratulations to the Cumberland Pirates for concluding their day, their tournament there in Vandalia in a winning fashion there at least. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can track down uh, some scores from the FEM Petopolis Christmas Classic. Today game is going on all over the place. They are both in FEM and in Petopolis as well. They have a, a final uh, from uh, uh, Newton or the uh, Newton game. Uh, they uh, defeated Knoxville 52 to uh, 38. Uh, in FEM's second game of the day, they uh, did take up a win earlier, and uh, they fell here to Champagne Centennial, 49 to uh, 44, in uh, that game. See if I have some other ones from uh, the uh, local area. As uh, it uh, looks like Highland beat Mattoon by two, 53 to uh, 51. Uh, some other ones there. I think uh, St. Anthony and Stopolis are currently playing uh, right now in the night session. I do believe there in uh, T-Town. That was the uh, matchup that I was looking out there. It looks like Ligon Way East, one of the favorites to win the whole thing there in FEM. Uh, they beat Champagne Centennial 53-44. That was the St. Anthony final that I saw earlier. It was over Oakland to get to that Stopolis matchup there. 54-44, to they won there and see what the girls were doing in the Mattoon Holiday Tournament as Sandy was against the Olney and the championship game tonight was between Mohammed Timor and Galesburg there in that one. So stay tuned to the website, fmradio.com. We'll have it all up to date for you. And also another thing to pass along here on the halftime report is that the starting lineup will return a podcast version. Do have a bowl game tomorrow morning over there on a 98.9. The game of the starting lineup is coming back to talk about all the week's happenings of sports. So we have five days worth of the things to talk about in the way of the sports and recap these holiday tournaments going on. And also check out the podcast feed a little bit later. We got a top sports stories of 2022 because we only got three days left in the year of 2022. And Altamont trying to close it out in boys basketball. Super strong. It all started with the win last week against Casey, and they've just rode that momentum into this Sessor Holiday Tournament. And they're 16 minutes away from a tournament championship, but that's 16 minutes. A lot can happen in 16 minutes. We all know that. So it uh, looks like Goreville will start off with the basketball to begin the second half, and they'll switch into the floor. Maybe they'll try their luck on this end of the floor this time around as they'll be going left to right on your radio dial here. So, uh, Gorville, we're going to get something going offensively, and Osman, we're going to keep this thing going. And uh, so it'll be second half underway as Moss will get it across the timeline. All five starters out there on the floor for the Indians. Yarhouse, Phillips, Earhart, Robinson, and Cornette. And this is Suits' mid-range jumper. It falls down. Tyler Suits, fifth point, and it's 26-19. And Altamont will go right to left on your radio dial this half. Hopefully uh, this end doesn't carry over with the uh, lid on the basket like it did for Gorville. They have all five of their starters out there on the floor as well. Got Phillips up at the top of the key. Phillips gets some space, gets the man up and under, and Yarhouse is going to be fouled as he tried for the reverse layup. 
But Avery's going to go to the free throw line here for two shots. And uh, we got Sokchek with his third of personal there and the first team foul of the half. And so Avery at the line. And he's looking to extend the lead here. It's up and good. Avery's got his six point. It's 27 to 19. Altamont with the lead. Just getting started here in the third quarter. And Cole Tripp will come back into the contest. He was the hero the other night, but he has been with foul trouble here this evening. As Avery makes the second one as well, two for two there. He's got seven. And it's 28 to 19. The lead's back to nine for the Indians. It's Moss getting a screen there from. Triple then they'll get over there in the corner. They'll swing it around the perimeter here back to Moss. Moss drives, puts up the shot. It was affected by Yarhouse, but it's going to be no good. Rolled off the rim. Rebounded by Earhart. And the tie's coming off for Coach Tripp. And it's going to be Yarhouse for three in the corner. Yes! Three-pointer falls for Avery. And he's got double figures now. 31-19. And the bench starting to get loud here for Altamont. And it's going to be a low pass, but three-pointer for Moss way short. It's rebounded by Suits. He puts it up no good and rebounded by Earhart. Robinson outlet pass to Cornette. Extra pass to Phillips. Phillips goes by a man. Mid-range jumper. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Goreville. They're looking to push it at Suits. As in the corner there. And now Suits has it back. He's wide open for three. Back iron, no. Rebounded by Tripp. Tripp, mid-range runner, yes. Pushes it in there for Cole Tripp. His first two points. 31-21. Going up on six minutes to go here in the third. Robinson spins around. He stops, and he gets off the yard in the corner again. Can't get it to fall this time, though, and rebounded by Suits. He's open just like last time, same spot. In that left corner, but just couldn't get that one to fall. And it's going to be Moss getting a screen there from Bridges. Three-pointers off, no good by Suits, and it's going to be rebounded there by Rhodes. And it's going to be off of Avery, so it stays right here with Gorville. Subs coming in. We got Connor Craig coming in, as well as Markavion and Cleves. And Eric Coleman comes in. Cleve off the floor. And so uh, after all that, Goreville will still have the ball. And uh, sub came in uh, for Cleve. It was Ethan Lingo checked in. 35-27, 2.35 to go. And it's Tripp getting the basketball. Hand off. It's going to be picked off into the hands of Robinson. But that was caused by Cornette there. Robinson over to Elam. Elam with a head fake. Goes over to Hamer. Hamer. Back to Elam, swings it over to Robinson. He'll look to drive. Gets it back out to Elam. Elam has it here at the volleyball line. He'll drive, looking to dish it off, but is denied there. Gives it over to Robinson, dumps it to Coleman. Coleman spins around off the glass and in. Nice little shot there for Eric Coleman. He's got six, and the double-digit lead is back for Altamont, 37-27. Two minutes to go in the third. It's going to be a trip. 
Layup no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson sees Cornette streaking to the rim. It's going to be tipped by Moss, but into the hands of Cornette. Layup good. And it's 39-27. And now Coach Todd Tripp wants a timeout. Altamont going on another run here. And they take the lead, 39-27, a minute, 42 to go in the third. And I'll take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening to Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Cesar Valier and it is championship game Altamont in control 39 at 27 and coach Todd Tripp had to call a timeout there to stop this run that Altamont's been on they got all the momentum again Craig with the basketball handoff to Sopchak step back three it was blocked by Robinson and it's going to be into the hands of Earhart Earhart dribbles the ball up the floor over to Robinson fires over to Hammer Hammer almost lost control of it there's going to be a foul there on Sopchak and that's going to be his fourth as Sobchik was trying for the ball there, but just got a lot of contact on the arm to Hammer, and he's going to have to take a seat in those four fouls. And that's going to be the fourth team foul on Gorville as well. And I think Suits came back in there for Gorville. And about it to Cornette, Robinson, cross-court pass the yard out. Checked back in on that last timeout. I think he came in for Coleman. Hammer with the basketball, hands off to Avery. Avery, he'll drive. He'll stop at the free throw line. Looking, looking, gets over to Hammer. Hammer now has the ball. We're under a minute to go in the third. It's Yarhouse. Backdoor cut to Cornet. Lays off the glass and in for Cornet. He's in the double figures. He's got 10. It's 41-27. Cornet's done a nice job tonight of usually the defender, of course, but now he's getting in the points department in double figures. Finding some backdoor cuts. Now over to Lingle. Now over to Trip. Trip layup. No. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to push. He's got numbers. He's going coast to coast. Layup. Good for Robinson. No one picked him up. He's got three and it's 43-27. And it's going to be Moss the other way. Off the glass and in. Count it. And count the basket and the foul there for Moss, and I think Robinson was trying to say that he was fouled there on that last. You know, it's all the uh, Altamont faithful here getting excited. I couldn't quite tell what they were getting excited about, but uh, Moss the other way made the layup, and he'll go to the line for the end one. Cornette got hit, or no, that was Earhart getting hit with that foul. It was just Cornette who was checking out. And Wyatt Phillips checks back in. 16.1 left. It's 43-29. A Moss's free throw is also good. Finishes the N1. He's got 11. And it's 43-30. 16 seconds left. So you got Robinson. 
Robinson gets across the timeline with eight seconds left. Yarhouse with the ball. Looking to do something with Turnaround jumper is off. Earhart there. And he's going to be no foul. That's going to do it. So after three quarters of play, it's Altamont 43, Gorville 30. I'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. Let Kramer Pharmacy keep you healthy this holiday season. All of our staff in Altamont and Teutopolis would like to wish you and your families a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Good luck, Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the 41st Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament Championship Game. And Altamont with a 43-30 lead here after three quarters of action. As again, Altamont playing their best basketball here in that third. They outscored them 17-2-13 to extend their lead out here a little bit. And it's going to be Altamont starting off with the ball here in the fourth quarter. And uh, they'll get it in to Robinson. Robinson's going to go across half court, spin around, and get over to Phillips in the corner for three. Yes, he came up big last night. And he did it again, a three-pointer there for Wyatt. He's got six. It's 46-30. to 30. Big three there by Wyatt. He gives some breathing room for Altamont. Cornette almost caused the turnover there, but Moss got the dribble back. Now he's looking to drive. He offsets in the lane, and they're going to call a foul on the floor on Altamont. So just a simple little inbounds play. Also checking in on the third quarter, after the third quarter, Markavian Cleves checked back in, and he was shaking up a little bit earlier, but he came back in. Craig also checked back in for Goreville, and I see it's Cornette, Robinson, Earhart, Yarhouse, and Phillips out there on the floor for Altamont. Nearly knocked away by Phillips, but Cleves has the ball back. Dumps it off to home, home, layup off the glass and in. High off the glass. He's got five. It's 46-32. The other way, Cornette layup is no good, but it's going to be a blocking foul. So Cornette, again, trying to keep him napping. And then, uh, luckily, it was a block. Could have gone either way, 50-50 there. And Cornette will go to the line for two. And that's the 15 foul on Goreville, the first foul. On a Connor Craig. And a Cornette at the free throw line. Has a little slow free throw shot, and he missed it back iron, so he's stuck on 10 points. And it's going to be a Connor Craig taking a seat, and it's going to be Ethan Lingle checking in. And it's going to be Cornette at the free throw line for a second attempt. And. Shot up is no good, but Earhart's there for the board. His put back, good off the glass. He wanted the foul, too, 
but there's going to be a basket by Earhart, but then uh, Altamont just knocks it away. So it'll stay right here at Goreville, though. So that makes it 48-32. Cleves comes back in, or Cleves checks out, and it's going to be uh, Rhodes checking back in for Goreville. They'll sw- swap inbounders here. And a bit of a uh, delay here. And uh, so finally we're back to uh, action. I don't know what that was about. And it's going to be Goreville getting across half court. Trip. Trip has it here at center circle. Now we go over there on the right wing. And he dribbled off his foot. Cornette dives, and it's going to be Gorville touched it out of bounds. And it's going to be Altamont ball. So it's Moss and Cornette fighting for the basketball. And Moss just touched it out of bounds. And so it'll be Altamont basketball. And now we got more perspiration on the floor with Cornette and Moss falling there. And so now uh, Coach Tripp will be pulling double duty and cleaning up the sweat. Cornette takes the seat. Dylan Elam comes in and he will be the inbounder, I think. Yes, he will. And so he'll inbound right in front of the Gorville bench. Elam looking to get it in, gets it into Earhart. Earhart steps on the line here, so he'll be out of bounds, so it'll be turnover back to Gorville. So, just ran out of space there for Kynan. But, the score still is 48-32. Altamont with the lead. 6.54 to go. And uh, so it'll be uh, inbounded here just in front of the scorer's bench for uh, Cole Tripp will be uh, the inbounder. They're getting into two Moss. Moss in the backcourt. We'll have to bring it across the timeline. They'll get a screen there from Rhodes. Moss puts it up with a runner. Contested runner. No Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to push up the yard house. Yard house. Spins around over to Robinson for three. Can't get it to fall. But Earhart with the putback. No. And it's rebounded by Rose. Couple opportunities missed there for Altamont. Over in the corner to Lingle. Shot for a three. And it was blocked by Robinson as he came flying in there on the recovery. And it goes out of bounds when it stays right here with Goreville. Eric Coleman will check in for Earhart. And we got Suits checking back in, and home will take a seat. 6.25 to go in the fourth as uh, now Hammer comes in. And so uh, Yarhouse will take a seat. And so we'll have Tripp inbounding there to Suits in the corner. Suits now will drive. He'll spin around, puts up the contested shot. No, and rebounded. By Hammer, they're going to get a, a foul, trying to tie up Hammer that time. So, Gorville will get hit with a foul. And uh, that will be the 16th foul. And that one's going to go on Cole Tripp, his third. So, Tripp and Suits in foul trouble with three. So, check with four. And Elam gets it in, and Coleman finds Robinson quickly up. Phillips layup. Good. Running the fast break there. Wyatt Phillips finishes it. It's 50-32, to 32, Altamont. Trip gets over there to Lingle. Lingle now trying for someone to pass to. Gets it to Rhodes. 
Rhodes, hands off there to suit. Dump off pass to Lingle, layup good for Ethan Lingle. His first two points is 50 to 34. And a Phillips. Spins around, he's trapped here. Could have been a backcourt violation there, but Hammer is off to Coleman. Coleman, layup, no. Rebounded there by Tripp. Tripp pushing the basketball over to Lingle. Lingle shot for a three. No good, left it short. And rebounded by Phillips. 5.30 to go here in the game. Robinson will slow it down here, bringing it across the timeline. And Robinson will get over there to Hammer. Hammer now will go over to Elam. Elam will drive, and he hands off there to Phillips. Inside the two-point arc, can't get it to fall. Fight for the rebound, still loose, and Rhodes comes away with it. Now Moss looking to run with it for Goreville. He has it there on the left wing. Now will slow things down for his teammates to catch up. And Moss will get a screen there from Rhodes. Moss passes off. I get the back deep three, short. Rebounded there by Tripp, though. And he's contested now back out to Moss. Moss gets the screen there. Moss free from the free throw line. Good. So Moss with 13. It's 50 to 36. Trying for the outlet pass to Phillips. It was picked off. And it's going to be Suits getting off the trip. And it's going to be a blocking foul. So Cole Tripp will go to the free throw line for two years. They, uh, Robinson was on the move there. So Robinson gets hit with his third. Actually, they have that down as his fourth. And uh, so it's going to be a six-team foul on Altamont, though. And so it'll be a shooting foul either way. Trip will be at the line. Trip's first one is back iron. Can't get it to fall. No good. So it's still 50 to 36. Elam takes a seat. Phillips will go to the bench. Cornett comes back in, and Yarhouse also returns as well. And it's going to go trip. Second free throw, also no good. And rebounded by Robinson. So over two there, still 50 to 36. Altma with the advantage. Hammer over to Robinson, and they'll swing it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is going to be fouled there. And Suits is going to get hit with a foul. He's trying to too much body contact there, and Avery's going to go to the free throw line here for two. Or one and one. Again, I'm assuming that they make the free throws. And Black Cats will take a 30-second timeout, and I'll take a quick 30 as well. 50 to 36, Altamont with the lead, 4.17 to go. Back in 30, you're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Assessor Valier High School 41st Holiday Tournament. And it's the championship game as Darhouse will be at the line here. 
And he'll be shooting some free throws. One and one, though, for Avery. 4.17 to go in the championship. Out my in control for now. Still waiting for a comeback, though, for Gorville. Free throw in and out, no good, but Coleman's there on the follow. His shot, no, but he gets his own rebound again, and he's going to be tied up, and actually they're going to call a foul trying for the tie-up. And so Coleman will be uh, at the free throw line for one and one. So they're going to go ace team foul and the first one on Ethan Lingle, and Coleman will be at the line for one and one. Coleman's free throw up, and it bounces in. Good. He's got seven. And Lingle will take a seat. And we got Levi Damon in the 6'4 junior for Gorville. Coleman, second free throw on the way, and it's short. Rebounded there by Sue. So it's still 51-36. It's going to be a missed dunk, no good there by Suchek, but the follow by Damon is good. 51-38. Garhouse over to Robinson. Over to Phillips. Phillips a little head fake. He'll work it here on the perimeter here. Garhouse looking to drive now. He'll spin and hand off to Phillips. Phillips hands off to Cornette. Cornette over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is open. Mid-range jumper. Silky smooth for Avery. He's got 12. And it's 53-38. to 38. Picked off. By Robinson right into his hands. Trip just threw it right into the hands of Robinson. Almost like it was intended that way. Yarhouse gets it back over to Robinson. It's 53-38 on that last bucket. Altamont looking for more. Backdoor cut to Cornette. Extra pass to Coleman. And they're going to call an offensive foul on Cornette. And so, man, Levi Damon has uh, came into the game. And he's brought some energy as he was the one that slid in there to get the charge on Cornette. That's his second, team seven, so next common foul for Gorville. They'll shoot free throws. It is Suits with the basketball coming up on three minutes to go in the game. Three minutes away. As it's going to be an extra pass to Damon, blocked by Robinson again, his third block. But uh, Sobchak gets the ball back, download a trip, layup off the glass and in for a cold trip. His fourth, it's 53 40. 2.55 to go. Garhouse with the basketball here on the left side. Now we go over to Phillips. Phillips will look for the handoff. Back to our cut was denied. Now back up top to Yarhouse. Yarhouse drives on soap check. Now goes it to Phillips. Phillips hands onto the ball. Now over to Robinson at the volleyball line. Eating some clock here for Altamont. It's okay because they're in the lead. Phillips has it. He's double teamed out to Cornette. He'll swing it over to Robinson. It looks to drive baseline. Here comes the double team, and he's going to have to pass out of it. It's tipped away and almost stolen away, but Cornette tracks it down. And still, Altamont still with the ball. Just passing it here on the three-point arc. Almost knocked away by Tripp, and they're going to call a foul because he knocked it away from Phillips, but Tripp fouled him. So Wyatt will go to the free-throw line here. Still one and one with that ninth team foul. And that's going to be the fourth there on Cole Tripp. Coleman takes his seat. Jared Hammer will come in. And we've got some more sweat out there on the floor. And Robinson is going to.
do his part eh, and wipe it up this time. And it'll be uh, Wyatt at the line to try to extend this lead out here. 13-point advantage for the Indians. Trying to make it more. Phillips' free throw is good. Chomley knocks it down. He's got nine in the game. A 14-point lead, 54-40. to 40. And uh, Phillips at the line for a second one. Free throw is good. Two for two there. He's got ten. Comley knocks him down. 55 to 40. And Altamont under two minutes to go in the game. Deep three is short. No good there by Suits. Rebounded by Phillips. Here comes the double team. Passes out of it to Robinson. Robinson brings up the floor now. And Robinson, no one picked him up. Off the glass. No, but Earhart's there for the rebound. And he just wrestles it away from three Goreville defenders and gets it off to Wyatt. Wyatt is going to be fouled now. So we got the uh, 10th team foul on uh, Goreville. So uh, Wyatt will go to the free throw line here for two more. 55-240, a minute 39 to go. 15-point lead of four Altamont. And they're going to say that was on uh, Sochek, his fifth. So he has fouled out. Now it's a sub out, and he, Evan Holm will check in. And a soap check again. Quiet night here. As, yeah, I only have him down for two points. And so uh, Phillips will be at the line. Just made two free throws. He'll get two automatically here in the double bonus. Wyatt's free throw is, of course, the broadcaster's jinx strikes again. He missed that one. So it's still 55-40. Minute 39 to go in the game. And Phillips. Be at the line for a second one. Can't get a fall either, but Earhart's there for the rebound. And so Altamont will now pass it back out. Over two, but Earhart cleans up the rebound. And Altamont will eat some clock here. And Hammer is over there to Cornette. Cornette over to Phillips. Now to Robinson. They're over in the corner to Cornette. Now to Phillips. They're just playing keep away now. Forcing Gorville to foul as they want. Coming up on a minute 10, and they're going to be a foul there on suit. And that's going to be his fifth, so he'll foul out as well. He's had to do something there, or otherwise Altamont would just be content with running out the clock. Robinson will go to the free throw line here for two. Quiet night here for Mason again. I didn't realize that, that yeah, he had nine points last night, but he got all those in the first half. He didn't score at all in the second. Robinson's free throw is good. Comley knocks it down. He's got four on the night. 16-point lead for Altamont. 56-40. Minute 11 to go. And so Robinson. Second free throw. Up, and it's also good. Two for two there for Mason. He's got five on the night. And it's 57-40. to 17-point lead for Altamont. They're a minute away from a holiday tournament championship. And they get it over there in the corner to Trip. Now they hand off to a Moss. Moss, deep three-pointer. Can't get it to fall. Rebounded by Hammer. Under a minute to go now. And Robinson will just calmly walk it across the floor. And Altamont, feel it now as the contingent rise here on to my left. And Coach Niebergy is 
Get a little fist pump there, and it is pumped up as Altamont. This is what they wanted. They wanted the holiday tournament championship as Gruggles is going to be content with letting Robinson dribble it out there. So it looks like Altamont will come in here with a win over Casey to begin this run, and they are now going to be Sessor holiday tournament champions as the final score here will be 57 to 240 as the seconds tick down and that will do it Altamont is champion of the Sessor holiday tournament the 41st annual holiday tournament goes to the way of the Altamont Indians and a final score 57 to 240 as a 17 a point of victory for the Altamont Indians. And they'll have the announcements of the all-tournament team and the trophy presentation as well. And so we'll be joined by Coach Nieberge in the postgame. And uh, so I'm sure he'll be excited there. and They'll probably have the opportunities there of getting the net here and they'll have the trophy ceremony as well. I'll try to get some uh, video of that and the uh, all-tournament team as well. But Altamont, a great performance here tonight, comes to Assessor and gets the Holiday Tournament Championship. We got the shit, baby. And we're coming back home to Altamont with the Holiday Tournament Championship. And uh, Gorgo's great team there. That We just came ready to play tonight. And... It'll be uh, Gorville getting uh, the uh, second-place plaque there. So Gorville will fall to 9-4 and four on the season, and Altamont will get their 10th victory of the year, and uh, they will improve to 10-3 and three on the season and be Sessler Holiday Tournament champions as first year here. They were the second-place team to Gorville, and then last year they got third place, and now this year... It's a shift as the Indians get the uh, plaque here and their tournament champions here at Sessor. And so, again, final score is 57-240. And I'll be back to wrap this one up as well as uh, tell you about the all-tournament team and he- catch up with Coach John Niebuhr here. So I'll be back in a few moments to wrap this one up. You're listening to Outsma Indians Basketball on Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two-liter of Pepsi or diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. 
Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to the uh, 41st annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament Championship game. As Altamont uh, was just announced to uh, the crowd and got their medals and their trophy and both nets here out there on the floor. And they're announcing the all-tournament team here in uh, this one as we'll see who uh, made it here for Altamont. Of course, some of the uh, familiar faces from the uh, tournament teams that participated this week and all coming back here to be honored and recognized. And uh, this is why you do it. This is why you come here and uh, travel far down to uh, Sessor. And uh, Altamont gets the job done. And they're coming home with a championship of the holiday tournament here in uh, Sessor. As this was just exactly how you want Altamont, a prototypical Altamont game, to be a took advantage of the missed shots and got the run out. And uh, this time, they cut down on the turnovers as well. I mean, uh, Coach said they had over 20 last night. Well, I only have them down uh, for seven total end of the game. And uh, so they cut down on that, and uh, they also were hitting shots as well. And that's why it can be a dangerous team if they're doing that. They're getting uh, the run outs off the misses and uh, can uh, make their shots as well as Gorville. It's a pretty talented team over there. They are 9-4 on the season. That's what they're going to fall to. Uh, but I'm interested to see how deep uh, they uh, go in uh, the uh, postseason here. As last time in 2019, it went awfully far as well. But on the other side, you think of Altamont has all the momentum going right now. And they got all the momentum going into the new year. As 2023 is hopefully going to mean a good thing is the way that Altamont 
has been playing. And uh, we got three players announced for the Altamont Indians for all-tournament team. Avery Yardhouse is getting a, a plaque. So is Wyatt Phillips as well. Wasn't sure if they were going to give Wyatt. Uh, I think he had, uh, I don't know how many points he had against the Johnston City, but uh, definitely uh, earned there on the defensive end and uh, the three-pointers that he's made this week. And also Mason Robinson as well takes home a, a plaque as well. And uh, so I think that may be it. I don't know how many plaques that they have left to hand out there yet. So it will be uh, three players from Goreville as well. Drake Moth making it. Markaviano. Leaves makes it as well, and Ian Sokchek makes it as well for Garville there as they're getting pictures taken, and uh, this is really an exciting win though for Altamont. Let's take a look at the uh, point totals here for uh, this one, and uh, they are going to be led in scoring for Altamont. They're going to be led by Avery Yarhouse. He finishes with 12. Logan Cornette in double figures with 10 we had Wyatt Phillips with 10 points as well. Eric Coleman with a 7. And we have Mason Robinson with a 5. Cannon Earhart with 5 points as well. 4 points for Dylan Elam. Jared Hammer with 2. And Akita Miller with 2 points as well. And Altamont, they had a quarters of 13, 13, 17, and a 14 for their 57 as for Goreville, the Black Cats, they were led in scoring by Drake Moss. He had 13. That's the only guy in the double figures for the Black Cats as the next closest players were had five, and they had three players for five. Even home, he had five. Connor Craig and Tyler Suits as well. And uh, he had Cole Tripp with four and four players with two points. It's Ethan Lingle. Uh, Ian Sobchek, we also had uh, Markavion and Cleves, and Levi Damon had two points as well. So that is a way to close out the year of 2022 as Altamont is on a nice little five-game winning streak and uh, taking home a holiday tournament championship as really impressed some people here this week at uh, Sessor as they came out and put up an 80 spot on Century, and then uh, they uh, came out and took care of business against the Johnston City, and uh, then they beat the coin last night in an impressive fashion as well. And this one went in by 17 over Goreville as uh, the uh, entire team, cheerleaders, coaches, everyone getting uh, pictures, all the parents down there getting their pictures, as well, I'm sure I'll grab one uh, from them and uh, share it on the website. I share it on social media, but uh, we have uh, got the Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament Championship, one of the big accomplishments, and I know this Altamont team wanted to achieve this year, and they've done it. They've got it. They're coming home. Altamont is coming home. Tournament champions of the Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. So uh, I'll give... Coach Nebury a little bit more time to make his way up here. As Again, uh, still lots of pictures being uh, taken and really an exciting win for this Altamont Indians ball club. As Make sure the New Year hits. There's going to be a lot of opportunities coming up to uh, see these Altamont Indians play basketball back in Altamont as uh, you got three games next week to see the boys. you got uh, the game against Shelbyville on the third on uh, next Friday. 
You got Dietrich and then the uh, doubleheader against the Woodlawn with the girls and the guys playing a doubleheader there. And the girls will be back in action in the new year as well. Got a couple games next week as well. You got a game for the girls at South Central. And you got a, uh, that doubleheader, obviously, on Saturday there with Woodlawn. So uh, I will take another break here in the uh, post game here as I'll let the uh, pictures continue to be uh, taken down there. And I'll take a, another timeout here as Altamont with the win, 57-40. to And I'll be back in a, a few moments to catch up with Coach Nevergy here in the uh, post game. So come on back, Altamont. With the win, 57-240 over Goreville in the Cesar Holiday Tournament Championship. I'll be back in a few moments. You're listening out to my Indians basketball on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Ah, there it is. That unmistakable sound of an ice-cold Pepsi to get you through another holiday season. Yes, the holidays can really crank those Pepsi cravings into overdrive. It's like you look away for half a second and then bang! You're dancing the holiday hustle just to keep up. Remember to pause. Refuel. With a refreshing and always delicious two liter of Pepsi or diet Pepsi. Give thanks and pass the Pepsi. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to the 41st Annual Cesar Valier Holiday Tournament. As it's the final night of this tournament, big shout-out to everyone here at Goreville for being so hospitable as they always do a great job here with this tournament. It seems like it runs smoothly, and there's everyone that plays a small part in that. The Everyone from the janitors, the custodians that clean up after every game, as well as the people that run the hospitality as a room. I will say hospitality room was on point this week here in Sessor, as it always is, the previous few years as well. And uh, everyone uh, down to the uh, scorekeepers, athletic directors, everyone involved, and everyone that coordinates the action here as well to make this thing go. And 
certainly appreciate all the hospitality for sure and everyone around the area dealing with holiday tournaments as well. And uh, everyone needs a big shout-out to them for making this thing uh, flow and making this run smooth there as Altamont is still in enjoying uh, this one as uh, they'll bring uh, medals and uh, plaques coming home uh, with each of the uh, players, uh, medals at least, and the plaque will be displayed, I'm sure. You'll have plenty of opportunities coming up uh, next week to come in and view it as it'll be proudly uh, displayed as one of the say, bigger accomplishments uh, for uh, this team as you know, see how it all started out of this season and how well it's come together here with a five-game winning streak all started with uh, beating uh, Casey there last week and then uh, carrying that momentum all into this uh, tournament. And then uh, coming out tonight, 17-point win over uh, Goreville here, 57-40 was uh, the uh, final score there. Again, and uh, making the all-tournament team here at Assessor was Wyatt Phillips, Mason Robinson, and Avery Yarhouse, the three players for Altamont. So uh, stay tuned to uh, the website. We'll have up on our website, fmradio.com. We'll have uh, an update of all the uh, scores of the holiday tournaments, and we'll have a recap of all the holiday tournaments as well on the starting lineup tomorrow as we're not having a, a show due to the bowl game on ESPN Radio but we will be having a podcast version of the starter lineup, so stay tuned to that podcast feed over wherever you get your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, or our website, fmradio.com, or go over and do that. And also check out in a couple of days, going to be dropping the top 10 sports stories of the year of 2022 as well. as We only have two or three days left of this whole year of 2022. As we're still going to give Coach Niebuhr a little bit more time here to make his way up here. Definitely want to uh, talk to him about uh, this win as he was certainly fired up there. I think this is uh, one of the happiest I've ever seen a coach after a game. Uh, you're definitely one of the feathers in the cap that I know that they wanted to accomplish here. And this is one of the things that you really want to accomplish and experience. Here and this is why uh, you come down here to Cesar. Uh, yes, it's a heck of a drive here, an hour and a half plus in a bus, I'm sure. Uh, but this is rewarded with a, a championship here, a tough competition. I'll obviously see or possibly see later on in like super sectionals and the sectionals as well, deep in the uh, postseason as well. And to come out here with a, a victory here this evening uh, was definitely an important one and a nice feather in the cap here. And, again, I said the game uh, against Casey, it's one of those games where you don't want to stop playing basketball and you just want to keep going and want to keep playing. Well, now the New Year's going to come and you just want to keep playing. Uh, obviously, they'll have a game on the uh, third, so uh, I'm sure it'll go uh, quicker than uh, what the uh, coaches want, but the players will probably want to slow down a little bit and get a little bit of rest after back-to-back-to-back games here in this tournament-style tournament, tournament style, uh, format as, you know, it's a great feather in the cap for the uh, seniors here, for uh, the uh, uh, Indians, uh, everyone uh, getting announced here to the crowd, uh, getting the medals and uh, wearing the nets around of the net, and certainly a, a nice accomplishment uh, here this evening and here in uh, Sessor. So uh, what a nice win it was 
here tonight and uh, all facets of the game. Again, it was uh, turnovers was the issue there in the uh, game against the coin, but uh, no issues with the turnovers at all this time around. As I, like I said, I only had him down a four seven in the entire game, and Garville they did cut down the turnovers there in the uh, second half. I only had him down for four, where they had eight in the uh, first half of action, and uh, so uh, in that sense, they did a better job in the uh, second half. As I see, uh, finally, uh, Coach Neary uh, getting a little bit of room here, and maybe he'll be making his way over here to uh, catch up with me, or maybe he might have uh, forgotten uh, a little bit here as I am in the opposite uh, way of the uh, side uh, that I was sitting on uh, last night. And, hey, I'm sure this is a very exciting, a lot of things uh, going on uh, here. So, um, again, Altamont with the win, 57-240, the uh, final score here tonight. And uh, everyone still kind of hanging around here, talking a little bit. And uh, I'll try to uh, take another break and see if I can get uh, Coach to uh, uh, come over here or not. If not, that's all right. I'm sure uh, we'll catch up to him uh, later on. And uh, so uh, I'm going to try to see if I can uh, catch up to him. So I'm, I'm going to take a, another time out here. And uh, 57-40, your final out with the win in the tournament championship. And, I'll be right back here in a few moments. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Cesar Valier. Cesar Valier High School, 41st annual Cesar Holiday uh, Tournament. As the uh, final again here, 57 to uh, 40. As Altamont with the win, they'll take home uh, the uh, tournament uh, championship. And Altamont will improve to a 10 and 3 on uh, the uh, season and put a feather in their cap of the holiday tournament as uh, pictures and everything uh, will be uh, taken, and he's getting a picture taken with some seniors. So I'll just let him in, enjoy this one, and I'll catch up with him a little bit later on uh, next week, and I'll catch up with him here after the game, I'm sure. So uh, I'll just let him enjoy uh, this one as, again, final 57-40 to as Altamonte comes away with the win. And uh, so... Uh, we'll talk to you again uh, next week as we're back on the air on the uh, third as it'll be Altamont versus the Shelbyville there in Altamont. And uh, so we will be uh, back then and it's back here 
playing the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. And this has uh, been uh, Travis Sparks. And uh, thanks to Derek back at the studio for helping us get it on, on and off the air this evening. And uh, all tournament long as well. Sam and Derek helping out all week long with the tournament everywhere as well. So uh, that'll do it. As Altamont tournament champions here. And you're listening to Altamont. You've been listening to Altamont Indians basketball. We'll talk to you again on a Tuesday. Until then, have a great night and have a great rest of your weekend. And happy new year as well. But coach, finally, he's like, maybe I forgot. So <laughs> he runs over to me. So I will catch up with him right now. As Hey. Hey, it's all good. As, bad, my bad. As I said there at the very end, there that this is one of the most exciting and the happiest I've ever seen you. I'm sure you. I'm sure you had plenty to talk to, right? Talk about, right? Absolutely. Like, okay. Good. As you came out with a win here tonight in impressive fashion. It was 57 to 40, and again, it's just the same things that have been working all week long uh, here. Again, worked here this evening. Yeah, um, we, we got out of lock room. We came back in down and go down to six. I, wanted, I said the first basket needs to come from our defense, and it did. Um, you know, we got a steal, we got a run out, and we got a layup. Um, and then we got up six nothing, and we started. Good luck. Um, we started. Uh, we started. We took them out of stuff. That's that's kind of what we do. Yeah. You know. You know. We. Uh, uh, I think I heard the other coach said I got nothing. So you know, <laughs> we were trying to take them out of everything that they could do, offensively. And uh, I thought, you know, uh, I'll almost say it right now, Logan Cornette was the MVP of the tournament. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was uh, really nice that uh, Wyatt got uh, all tournament yep. team. Yep. Uh, there we didn't know who it was going to be. Like, That's what we, I said of the we, we, were, we asked, I mean, we thought maybe Mason, just because he's the focal point of the other team. Sure. But uh, we're like, who's, I don't know who's going to make this tournament team. But um, I, the boys just played so phenomenally well tonight. You know, um, you know, Gorville's a good team. They're they're a really good team. Right. And uh, last night, uh, turnovers was a problem. And sure. tonight, there weren't very many turnovers at all. I mean, there was a lot of uh, dangerous passes there, yeah, yeah. but they, they connected and uh, not many turnovers. Uh, here tonight, and that was one of the big reasons uh, why you had the 17-point edge on the scoreboard there. That you cut down on all those turnovers that you had last night. Yeah, we tried. You know, I don't. I, we didn't do anything differently. We just made sure we make, gotta make sure your passes. You know, Decoins they're goofy. Decoins real goofy about how you know they're yeah. they're out there and you're passing. Warbill does a good job of pressure. I mean, we took we took good care of it. Um, you know, I don't think our passing is the greatest, but you know, if we if we limit turnovers. You know, I want—I don't mind the aggressive ones that Masons do. I really don't. Like, we get we get more points than we get turnovers on those sometimes. Yeah. So, if we just limit them, we get around ten or twelve. We'll, we'll usually take that as a W. And I also saw that uh, some I uh, got some offensive rebounds uh, tonight. Yeah. Man. As well down low, and we saw that every game going along, working uh, Eric back in yeah. to the lineup yep. and Earhart. Uh, down low, uh, cleaning things up as well tonight, like they did. Yeah, my hand hurts from the board. I put 12 offensive rebounds on the board, and, and at halftime, I think I erased it with my fist. Um, <laughs> I, open hand, I didn't want to sure. hurt, hurt, hurt myself. But uh, I wanted 12. I, the first half, we had one. We had us down for one. We needed a lot more than that. And yeah. then I thought, I thought, kind of did a great job the second half. I thought Eric did. It, it, it's coming along real nicely right now. Um, so you know, if we can get offensive rebounds. That shot is like a loose ball to us. It needs to be like, hey, go get it. Make or miss, go get it. But, um, yeah, we can offensive rebound, get those extra points that way. That's that's a nice nice uh, little cherry on the top. Yeah, I said that after the game against uh, Casey, you didn't want to stop playing. And now with the, the new year coming up, you don't want to stop playing now because you're playing so well. Five-game winning streak now. 
and now with this uh, tournament championship uh, on your resume uh, now. So you're really playing some great ball here uh, going into 2023. Yeah, if you have, if you notice, I've not worn suit and tie since uh, since, I have since Casey. Um, you know, Casey, I went, I went uh, polo and, and tennis shoes, and I'm like, all right, I'm over, I can't stop a run. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little superstitious. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, not that that's the reason why we're going on this run sure. because the boys are just playing very well. Uh, you know, we want to, we want to keep the ball rolling. Uh, so I won't wear a suit and tie until, you know, until we lose. <laughs> hey, why not? Let's keep it going uh, here. And uh, so uh, we'll take a little bit of a uh, time off. But uh, what, what does this mean uh, for, for you and the team to come down here and get the tournament championship? I know we've kind of been talking about it sure. uh, every so often. But yeah. uh, now you've finally done it. you finally got the championship. It, and what does that mean? It's a good barometer for us midseason. Like, okay, we, we know what – we kind of know what 1A South is. That's why we kind of got into this tournament. Like, sure. you know, I mean, if you look at the statistics, I bet if the 1A team won this tournament, they probably got to uh, super sectional. So yeah. um, it, it's a good barometer of Southern Illinois basketball. So um, hopefully we can keep that. I'm not going to, you know, our, our NCC is a is a gauntlet every sure. night. You know, there's some great teams. So it's just a little bit of barometer. It's one of the championships we wanted, um, but there's, but there's more to come. And uh, probably take a little bit of time off to enjoy this. Uh, and then they come right back at it next week. And you got three games on the docket next week. And they go in one on Friday with the NTC back in NTC play there. Yeah, yeah. Shelbyville's the first one. Yep, You're going to have to help me out on the that's, that's as far as my brain goes. Well, I, I have it on the schedule for Shelbyville on Tuesday and then Dietrich on Friday. Yeah, and, and that's always a crazy game. On yeah. Doubleheader. yeah, that's always a crazy game. Um, you know, Shelbyville's got some good wins. There, there's, I, I haven't seen them at all. And then, yeah, Diedrich. So, uh, you always know that's going to be a close game. Sure. So, yeah, we're, we're, we got to be ready to go. Uh, we'll have a happy New Year's. Uh, we'll take some time off and enjoy it, but then right back at it. All right, Coach. Well, I'll let you go here and enjoy this right. one. And thanks for coming up here. Sorry. I, I, I apologize. All right. All that matters is that you're here and you found me. Right. And uh, we got Appreciate it. So, congratulations. And enjoy it. And happy New Year as well. So, uh, we'll talk to him a little bit later. And we'll. Now we're signing off, and we'll be back next year. And uh, have a great New Year, everyone, and have a great weekend as well. So, Altamont again, 5740, that's our champion. And I'm out of here. This has been Travis Sparks. Have a great night, and have a great New Year as well. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.